0: Welcome to the Birmingham Children's Trust podcast.
1: Welcome to Birmingham Children's Trust podcasts about family and friends and just to give you a little bit more information about the services that we provide. This afternoon, we're going to be giving you information about family and friends, what it means and the opportunity to meet a couple of the members of our team. So what is family and friends and what does that mean? Sometimes children can't stay and live with their birth parents. Birmingham Children's Trust is committed to um, having children live with extended family members or family friends who the children know very well. This means that children's outcomes are going to be much better for them if they're placed with people that they know well. So our team is committed to working with such people and we do the assessments of them. So we work very closely with assessors, with the courts and with the children's social workers to name but a few. Um, And we're committed to placing children with extended family members. This could be grandparents, aunts, uncles, or very close family friends to the children. So first of all, what I'd like to do is introduce you to two of our team members. First of all, we've got Lauren Devlin, Hello, everyone. And we've also got Lucy Yates. Hi, everyone. So, what I'd like to do is first of all give you over, pass you over to Lauren Devlin and ask Lauren to tell you a little bit about what Lauren does
2: within our team. So I'm a senior assessing social worker, so I assess connected people and that basically means family friends or indeed family relatives that have got an established relationship with our children. So on average we complete 8 to 10 sessions with individuals um, dependent upon the issues that we're looking into and the journey that we go on with our um, applicants and I assess individuals to basically see are are our children safe in their care will they be able to provide long term care for under fostering regulations and that's such a big piece of work anita as you're aware uh, we we provide training for individuals and amongst that we assess we assess to see whether they're able to provide trauma-focused parenting as well. It's such a big ask of our families, and a lot of them really work hard with us to try to achieve the best outcomes for our children. And it's a, it's a great piece of the um, social work world to, to work for. And Lauren, you
1: mentioned National Minimum Standards and fostering there, but we also do special guardianship assessments as well, don't we?
2: That's correct, yes, we do. So we do two types of assessments. We do the ones for our family relatives under what we call Connected Persons Fostering Regulations, but we also do other assessments called special guardianship assessments. And that's basically when we assess to see whether family relatives or friends are eligible to share parental responsibility with parents and it's not as much support as what the uh, fostering individuals get on a day-to-day but the children's trust are still involved in those individuals lives if they need us and that can be for anything day-to-day with our children or if they've just got a question surrounding any support they can have so yeah we we do those assessments as well (laughs) Yeah, we've actually got a committed SGO support team that
1: offer support after the order's actually granted. Thank you for that, Lauren. Lucy, who's also here with us. Lucy, would you like to tell us a little bit about your role within the team?
0: Oh, yeah, yes, no problem. So my role is a senior practitioner, which is slightly different to Lauren's, although there is a lot of joint work in.
1: It's a really wide-ranging
0: role and... um, You know, that's one of the things that I enjoy most about it. No two days are ever the same and the role is varied and I find it really interesting. A key part of my role is to help to manage the duty, queries and requests that come in. This is done in conjunction with one of the team managers like Anita and we work in partnership to do that. Now, as I said, the the duty role is very varied and it can involve having queries from legal teams, um, court teams and other teams. Um, It can also involve signposting to the appropriate person um, and just giving general advice around queries in relation to, to the things that Lauren's discussed.
1: Okay, Lucy, you're quite new into Birmingham Children's Trust. So would you like to tell us a little bit about some of the support that you've had since joining the trust?
0: Yes, no problem. Um, So as Anita said, I've been with Birmingham Children's Trust now for just over two months. My personal experience of this has been a really positive one. From the beginning, I felt that I had an excellent induction and was given lots of time to learn and process the new role as I came from a different team in a different area of social work. I had lots of support from colleagues in terms of welcome chats and then one-on-one discussions about their experiences of the team and kind of sharing helpful tips and hints that will help me progress within the role. Shadowing is also a key part of the induction process here at um, Birmingham Children's Trust, as is um, core training, mandatory training around kind of safeguarding data protection, which we've done before as social workers, but it's important to refresh and obviously um, do it from a Birmingham Children's Trust point of view.
1: Thank you and Lauren tell me a little bit about the things that you enjoy about your role when you're assessing and the suitability in terms of fostering and special guardianship.
2: I've really enjoyed my role as an assessor I've I've worked six years frontline just to give everyone a bit of background and coming over to this side of social work I've really enjoyed because it gives you it gives you the ability to still make fundamental changes in children's lives, be a part of important meetings such as your legal plannings, your family group conferences. Uh, I've really enjoyed also being able to still do direct work with children, I came into social work to make a difference and although I'm not frontline I'm still doing that through the work that I'm doing and um, I think those are the main things for me still being able to work with children still using my transferable skills of my report writing my direct work with also family members and um, I think that's the main thing for me being fundamental in the journey of the child and still supporting even our frontline workers to make decisions at times and being a part of that um of the team of the child ultimately still attending your lap reviews or your child protection reviews dependent upon what um journey or what part of the process our child's in so yeah I've really enjoyed coming over and still being able to use my skills as I said that's really good so I mean you just touched a
1: little bit there upon sort of transferable skills and it'd be helpful to know from both of you really um, You know, if someone was thinking about coming over to work with the assessment teams um, in terms of fostering and special guardianships, what kind of skills do you think that they need that are transferable um, into, you know, into our world of social work? Okay. Shall should start, I start, first?
2: start with you Lauren okay I'd say definitely organization um you these as I said before the assessments are very lengthy and you interview a lot of individuals in the child's life and also the um the applicants so for, for you to you have to have your diary um on a day-to-day uh, I'd say f- um organized weeks in advance to make sure that you're hitting the timescales not just of your assessment but for the courts as well if it's court ordered i think uh, your direct work with children and young people and bringing your creativity as a social worker and your own your own sense of self and um and individuality because I think all social workers work differently and I think you have room in this role to be able to bring creativity to the way that you work with your children and also um, also the adults. I, I think that's definitely transferable. Of course also your leadership and your flexibility. What I like with the family and friends, friends department, my manager is always at, um, there to listen and always um, is, is able to to be on hand to hear new ways in which we can work and he's always up for it up for that and that's what I really like about working for Birmingham Um, I almost think that sometimes we can be a flagship for other authorities with the way that we work and I I really enjoy being a part of that. That's lovely, thank you for that, Lucy have you got anything to add in terms
1: of transferable skills because I know you came from somewhere else so are there any, any other transferable skills? Yes, so I came from a youth justice service and
0: I was there for 12 years Um, and one of the key things for me and one of the important things for me was that I didn't lose that kind of court experience and court practice that's a key part of the team here in family and friends um, and obviously a key part in terms of making sure, sure that there's the right outcomes for the children and young people that we we work with and advocating on behalf of them and supporting. I think for me as well it's important to have I think um, we've already touched on this supportive team members since I've started here I've had regular supervision which has been invaluable as a new worker coming to a new trust into a new team so I've always felt that I can speak to my team manager about any queries or concerns concerns and there's kind of an open door policy which i'm seeing on every level which is reassuring as a new worker
1: thank you so that's it really i would really like to thank lauren devlin and lucy yates for their contribution which i hope that the listeners have also found really helpful and informative so i'd like to thank everybody for listening i'd like to thank their contribution and thank the listeners as well and that's it thank you
0: thank you you. Thanks for listening to the Birmingham Children's Trust podcast. For more information, visit birminghamchildrenstrust.co.uk.